The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. to episode 94 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And we're the Torres Brothers. It's so good to see you, dude. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. I was just talking about how, like, I missed you particularly this week. I don't know what it was, but, like, something about today was su- I was super excited to get in here with you and just, like, kind of recap our weeks. Well, I missed you, too, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been... It feels like it's been a while since we've been in here. I know, but it like it's it. it's only been a week, but it mm-hmm. it does feel like so much longer than that. Especially, I feel like when we're coming off a good episode, too, I feel like we want to get back in here even quicker a lot of times. And last mm-hmm. week's episode was super fun. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> um, so uh, let's get this out of the way off the top. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so in my weekend experiences... yes. I went to the movies last night. Um, you were you were planning on going to the movies about last going night. To movies with Tyler. Uh, me and Tyler were kind of planning on it, and then um, and it, I just it wasn't in the cards. I'm broke. I get it. <laughs> it's dude. Everybody's yeah. in that same place right now. I, I wasn't able to make it to the movies. I wanted to, but so I'm I'm kind of glad I did, and I'm glad I didn't go. Because, um, or not glad I didn't, uh, or did, sorry. But, like, because one of the things I heard was people are complaining that the movie is actually is quiet. <laughs> like, the dialogue in the movie. I don't know. Scary. I thought the movie was really loud. Like, I thought it, it, it was balanced really well. I thought, uh, I thought the actors were perfect yeah. for the roles. I thought they were absolutely perfect. Um, I, I thought the music was so fun and so incredible. Um, I thought Melissa McCarthy did a really, really good job. Um, I also thought that like some of the CGI that I expected to be bad was actually really, really good. Like the sea creatures didn't bother me at all that much. Um, we're talking about the little mermaid, right? Oh, cause that's what I saw last night. Oh, Oh, what else would we be talking about? Right, Little Mermaid. Right. Oh, you thought I was talking about Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. No. Okay, weird. <laughs> Why'd you go see Little Mermaid? Okay, so background. How What Batman is to me, Little Mermaid is to Julie. So Julie, like... Where I was on my timeline, I was wearing a like Batman and Robin costumes going around. Julie lived in a Little Mermaid costume until she was like five years old. So that is a very special place with her. Okay, Um, Okay, I'll just say this about the new Little Mermaid movie. I don't care that Ariel's black. 
I care how they murdered my boy Sebastian, bro. So listen. What the hell, man? <laughs> so they murdered him. They, I, I <laughs> thought that I thought that from the trailers too. I thought he looked like really awful, and then God, he looked so bad. And then the movie started. And, like, the world, like, they established, like, the world and what everything looked like under the water. And then he walked out from uh, King Triton's shoulder and said his first line. And I went, you know what? I'm fine with it. it I immediately, like, when it fit in, like, the way it fit in and wi- the way he looked, it was like, are you really going to have him cartoony and moving like a mouth? That would have made less sense with the world. The way they... Uh, it, the way they crafted everything, I thought was really, really good. Okay. Even Flounder, you, you got to see it with the movie because I think within the movie it makes a lot more sense. I thought, I thought. So I'm not a huge. I like the animated movie a lot. I, I think the music from Little Mermaid is really good. Like you, I was kind of skeptical because. I didn't know, like, CGI-wise and stuff, how everything was going to look. Little Mermaid instead of Little. (laughs) (laughs) Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Um, But... I just wanted to see what the reviews are so far. So, oh. Everybody's really loving it. Right now... It's getting, like, review-bombed on some... 68 um, on the tomato score, but the audience score is 95. Yeah, the 68. So that was like in the 90s the other day, and now it's getting like oh, cyber really? bombed. It's like, kind of bombing. yeah, it, it's get well, like it's getting. I don't know what outlets, but a bunch of outlets are like leaving a bunch of bad reviews. I thought it was very, very good. I thought it was really well done. Um, there were some shots that they did that were directly out of the animated movie. That I kept looking over at Julie, and she would have a huge smile on her face watching it. Mm. Um, it and that was that was a thing too, because because it's so important to her. I also wanted to go with her when we when she saw it. Like I wanted to be there and like enjoy that with her, and because she did that, and she's done that with me for multiple things, including Batman, yeah. which I know she didn't want to sit there for two and a half hours watching That's that. Um, but. It was. We both walked out with smiles on our faces. The new songs they added were really good. It, it was. It was definitely worth the watch. Spider Verse is next, though, for sure. Wow. Okay. So this was one of the reviews for Little Mermaid that someone put. This re- the remake fails to fix one key criticism of the original Little Mermaid. The sexist message that women must transform themselves to fit into the man's world. That's such a stupid opinion. That's really stupid. That's a really stupid opinion. I never knew that was the point. Why don't we just... Is that actually the point of Little Mermaid? No, it's a fairy tale. It's It's like a Hans (laughs) Christian Andersen fairy tale. Yeah. About, like... It, it, I don't think anybody was writing it like, oh, let me put these subliminal messages in here. I think they wanted to write a fucking story about mermaids, and they just did it. Okay, so how would you feel <clears> – <throat> how do you feel about the original Little Mermaid compared to this one? Would you say the original uh, 90s one is better? I would say this was just as good. Just as good? Just as good. Okay, because this guy says um, – this version lacks the same spark despite a lot of high energy throughout the songs. 
It just falls flat to serve as a reminder how much inferior this version is to the original. I didn't think that. I really didn't. And it, the, you got to remember, there's only certain things you could do with a live-action movie. Mm-hmm. You know, as with an animated film, you could do damn near anything. Like a bunch of yeah. different stuff. Yeah. But other than you know, with people live action, you have to work within reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone else said, "Is the Little Mermaid good?" I have no idea how to answer that question. That's <laughs> just mean. I don't know. Everybody around me was enjoying it. Also, were these all written by white people? <laughs> Most likely, they were all written by white people. These are these are surrounded though um, by more positive reviews. One review that's not really great is uh, the the mermaids look cool, Halle Berry is great, and the target tween audience might find enough here to satisfy. Adults, though, will be dead bored. That's not true at all. Yeah. I'd see, like, Every, I like, like see, it depends on the person, you know? It's really... I also want to see what else, like, these people have reviewed yeah. and, like, what they like and what That's they don't. True. Because some of these people are, like, absolute idiots. That's true. So this one is a is a squish review. I don't know how they yeah, – there's the green blob and then the tomato. I don't know what the green blob means. But Rob Marshall's no-risk reboot avoids pushing along conversations of identity, belonging, or choices. No. Yeah, see, I – and that's like – that's a top critic review. Yeah, that's not – I don't know. I don't yeah. Listen. But that's what I mean. It's like sometimes you just got to form your opi- your own opinion about exactly. these things. Yeah. And I thought it was definitely worth the Clearly, watch. I thought yeah. it was a good remake. I mean, 95 by audiences. I mean, that's pretty good right now. Right. So um, if, like, audiences are IMDb liking that. IMDb gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Uh, and right now it has most of half of the Google reviews. It has 51% of likes. Yeah. For Google reviews. And like half these people coming on to review are just coming to talk shit and complain to anybody that wants to listen. (laughs) These sad losers that complain on like message boards and things like that. (laughs) This was awful. This was horrible. Good or bad, I've never left a fucking review for a movie Mm -hmm. on like Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) or IMDb. Why would I ever think my opinion is that important that people would care about if a movie is good or bad based on my opinion. Mm-hmm. Watch it and form your own opinion. Just do it. There are some movies that I really like that are considered, like, terrible movies. Yeah. And, like, sure. they're guilty pleasures. Leave yeah. Extraordinary Gentlemen. We grew up watching that movie and loving it. That's that's just a classic. It, it, to me, classic. to me, it's an absolute classic. That's people so hate good. that movie. People hate people that movie. People hate that movie. That's, that's a classic. That's a I don't classic. know, man. I don't know. I, yeah, form your own opinion, but I really enjoyed. Yeah, really, really, I really like enjoyed it. it. Uh, that's good. That's good. I think I agree with that. You should. Everyone should just form their own opinion. Spider Verse is next, and then Flash is next yeah, after that. Go, that's really, my next two weekends. Really want to go see uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, I wanted to try to go this weekend, but like I said, I'm just I'm too broke right now. Um, I really I'm excited for it though. I did read one thing, which was. Um, that people are having a hard time hearing the actual dialogue of the movie, <laughs> which I was surprised about. But I really think maybe 
those people are also just hard of hearing. Who knows? It depends. I could hear the bass banging from that movie in the movie theater where I was. <laughs> so it could be it could be a matter of the music is just like crazy powerful, like being in a club the entire time. Right. Tyler says, "Imagine podcasting Diablo Gang." <laughs> As everyone knows, if you listen to WGO, Tyler is now officially gone. He has no life anymore. It is Diablo. Diablo. I, I was playing four this morning, Diablo. and he was on. And I sat and like just totally saw that. I woke up this morning, and <clears throat> I was going to because I started. I finally started. <clears throat> excuse me, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so I was gonna try to. I don't know if you know anything about it. Not yet. Okay. Um, you start on these islands in the sky. So I was going to try to get off of the sky this morning, but I decided, you know what, I want to do something a little more productive Ooh. with my morning. Wanna, well, not a little more productive, but I wanted to just switch up my morning a little bit, you know, do something different. So instead, I decided to pick up Clayface's One Bad. Hell yeah. And What'd this you think? was really, really good. Yeah. I loved it. It was just such a great comic to read. Um... Like you said, this dives into the actor side of Clayface very, very much, which mm-hmm. was just absolutely great. Don't mind me burping over here. It's just my coffee and oh, the no, beer no, from no last worries. night coming back up. Um, but yes, this we follow uh, Basil Carlo, and um, he's um, what? he's a waiter st- somewhere, and then eventually. Oh, no, he's a waiter somewhere, and he has an audition. Yes. Right? But he took over someone's body to do so. So that's that's his whole thing is he, you know, Clayface will take over a body and then kind of learn um, the the physique. The physique the and the crap, yeah. And while <clears throat> draining the body at the same time, killing the person. And then he's kind of... Uh, then he just kind of has that form, but he's he's gunning for the like the role of the Joker because he he feels like he relates to the part, and then he has a friend, yes, who's a waiter with him, and that friend gets the part, and out of a rage, Clayface immediately kills him and takes over yeah. the body, yeah. and is embodying is, the character, which is such an actor thing to do. It's. <laughs> But the thing is, even in the body, he still can't capture the character. Like, he's still not playing yeah. it right. So he starts just kind of taking everything over until, mm-hmm. like, he's kind of at the top of the food chain with and, everything. Which is cool because um, <clears throat> Clayface does audition on his own. Mm-hmm. And, he's, you know, he's doing great. And the woman is even like, this is really good. It, you said you're from Gotham City? And he was like, yeah, I am. And she was like, this is great. Just... I want you to pep it up a little bit. And he's like, what? No, this is a tragic story. This shouldn't be lighthearted. And she's just like, you know, we want some lightheartedness to it. And they had a disagreement. And I, and like you said, he doesn't get the role. But um, him and his friend are sitting there together. And his friend gets a call. And he gets the part. Yep. And, yeah, he immediately, being so jealous... He immediately kills him and takes his part. Yep. Which is just so shitty. Such a shitty thing to do. 
So, but which is cool is he gets on set and you realize this is like, oh wow, like, yep. this is this is it. And I love how I love how his friend looked exactly like Jack. Yeah, know? he looks, he did. He looks almost the little details in yeah. that are are really cool. Yeah, it was really really cool. Yeah, so then, like I said, he kind of works his way to the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne makes an appearance within it. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, yeah, he works his way up to the to the top of the food chain by kind of doing his own thing. Um, it's talking and, about how he per- wanted, it, Bruce talks about how he personally wanted yeah. to oversee a, ma- a like a Mark of Zorro. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, a Grey Ghost movie. Yeah, Grey yeah, Ghost, the Grey, Grey Ghost, Ghost. Oh my God. Yeah. Grey Ghost movie. But uh, I will say there's there's this one guy in here that I think um, at one point they talk about what the movie franchise and what it's like being in the movie franchise. And the one guy's view on it is just so – it's so shitty. Yeah. It's just a really shitty thing. And it's – it yeah, it's just real shitty what he was thinking. So – I won't spoil anything other than he gets what he deserves, in my opinion. Mm. So, but yes, he ends up working his way to the top of the food chain, and um, and yeah, at one point, here was my question: Does he know he's Batman? That Bruce is Batman? Yeah, no, because he almost sees him and kind of starts freaking out a little bit. He does, but I think it's. Because, and then there's that like, flashback in the script, which was weird. I think that he sees him and just like sees a remnant of Gotham in a way, right? And just starts freaking out because like the worlds are yeah. overlapping. Yeah. Bruce knows. Obviously. I'm sure he, he starts does, walking yeah. away. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, something's up with this guy. Um. But yeah, at first when they're just talking, yeah. That was cool, though. <laughs> he goes, hell, if they keep this up, the sky's the limit. Batman, Batman the movie. movie. Can, Can you imagine? imagine? That, yeah. That's, that's really funny. That's... I know. I love when they like do those little fourth yeah, wall breaks that, like that's that. That's a funny little thing. But two of his friends find uh, a Clayface out because he admits to them yeah, who he, he really is. Yeah, he literally tells them, like, but yeah, then, I'm Clayface. But then they figure out that he killed the friend. <laughs> like. Yeah. It, it just all kind of comes together like that. Mm-hmm. And I like the one cool little detail is um, <clears throat> at one point he's looking down over the crowd. Or, or no, he's looking in the uh, he's looking in the pool and the bat symbol is there. Yeah. Like he, it's like all of a sudden Bruce is there and he just he can't escape him. That's kind of why I was like, does he know? Mm-hmm. Like, does he know he's there? Because another thing is... Is it right here? Yeah. Right here, Bruce is standing there, and then all of a sudden, he's up on the roof. Is that Bruce? I don't know if that's Bruce. It might have been one of the people he killed previously. Maybe, yeah. Because he keeps seeing their goal, like, because at the that's final true. panel of the uh, of uh, the comic, he's in Arkham. Like, surrounded by them. So my only thing is, yeah, because he says, he goes, no, and then he says, he sees the symbol in the sky. He goes, no, and then he sees him there. He goes, no, and then all of a sudden, Batman's on the roof. Yeah. 
that's why I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, is he? Does he know he's Batman? I don't think he does. You know? I don't know. I feel like there are certain villains that definitely do, but I don't think he knows that because then he would be impersonating him, love- doing a ton of shit all the time. I really like this story, though, because it's telling – it's not only – he's trying to tell the story of a failed comedian, and we're reading the story of a failed actor. Yeah. And this is probably the worst, worst outcome for an actor ever. Yeah. To literally be able to mold yourself into anything you want and you just still can't cut it, you know? Yeah. You just, it's, and it it really is tragic. I almost, it kind of brought a tear to my eye when Batman did show up because then he starts running away. He starts going, this isn't your city. This, it doesn't rain in LA. Why did you have to bring the rain with you? And he's just, and and he starts yelling to Batman. He's saying, like, these people, they're not my friends. They're just, all of them are just, they're all backstabbing. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what it's, you don't know what it's like for me. And um, and he was like, I, he says something like, I deserve this place. And uh, Batman goes, nine people. Yeah. Kill nine people in one day. Nothing else matters. And so then they kind of start fighting. And Batman just kind of gets in his head is all. Because Clayface kind of starts hitting him. And he's not doing anything. He's just letting him hit him. Yep, and and he's and he's screaming at him. He's like, "I'm I'm everyone, and I am anyone." And he goes, "You are," which means you're no one. And he's just and Clayface is just kind of shocked, and he, Batman starts naming off each one of the victims, and he says, "This was their story. You're just acting." Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. Holy crap. So then he gets kind of trapped in a little cell that Batman made. And it ends with him reading. So the whole the whole time he's reading the audition for the script, which if anyone knows it, is the lines that Joker says in the book, One Bad Day. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, killing, killing joke, killing joke. Killing I'm joke. getting confused with one bad day now. Jeez. <laughs> in killing joke, that's when you find out his origin and everything. He says that speech, and he's telling his wife um, mm-hmm. what's going on. And um, so he keeps saying, he keeps reading that over and over again. And then, yeah, he he kind of splits himself up and asks himself do you guys please does anyone have any adjustments any criticisms anything nothing please and he's just now he's so open to it you know yep and just nothing it 
It's really sad. It is. It's, it's a, a super sad story. I think it captures him story, so man. well. I just I loved that one a lot. That was a very very sad story. When I looked at uh, my comic book outlet, that's the I think the highest rated one that they have that for, really good. and it made sense. And it it went with exactly what I said. Like it's just, it was, it was the the so... the rogue gallery profiles they're pulling are yeah. excellent. It was just very. Yeah, it tugged at my heartstrings. I have never, I've never felt this bad for Clayface before. No, you know, and it really is. Some of the stories you're feeling like, wow, I f- I feel bad for this guy, or some of the stories are, yeah, yeah, that makes sense for him. You know, like the, like the penguin one. I felt a little bit of both. Exactly, like, I felt a little sad for him, and then he started getting he started getting his, and it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, yeah, that that was a cool one. I yeah, really like the way they showed Penguin in in that series. Mm-hmm. This series is just so it's freaking good, just brilliant. What's the next one? Razal. It's done. There's we gotta oh. we gotta catch up on him, but the series is oh, it, they all was the last one. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. Roz was the last one. Roz was the Roz last, was okay. the last okay. one. So that's the final one that they did. Yeah, so we so. Okay. so so Tyler, totally. was, Tyler was wrong. Sorry. He thought the theory was he thought it was going to be all these comics and then one more was going to come out and it was going to be Joker. No. It, see, I I kind of thought the same thing with the theory, but it makes sense because we already have Killing Joke. Yes, we already have. That's why. We mm-hmm. already have Killing Joke. Yeah. So I think I think that makes it there. I and think- there's so much like – there's so much side – Joker stuff in general too, so. And I really think this. I think one bad day is supposed to tie into Killing Joke. I think all the whole series of One Bad Day is supposed to tie into Killing Joke. Kinda. I think it's in the same world. I think it because yeah. There's no mention that Joker's alive. Mm Mm-mm. And this is the biggest evidence for me. Why are they making a movie about him? Mm, that's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If he's dead, why would they want to make a movie about such a horrific villain that's alive right now? I'm going to have to go and go back and read some of these again because you may be onto yeah, something with it. Isn't that it. interesting? Mm-hmm. You know, because the whole. I don't know if, if I've preached about it before, but the whole thing about Killing Joke is at the end of the book, um, Joker tells a joke, and he starts laughing, and Batman starts laughing with him. And they're laughing back and forth, and at the end of the issue, Batman reaches out to Joker. People never knew what happened there. If it was either Batman just laughing or if Batman all of a sudden decided to just snap Joker's neck and just end it. So that that was the whole thing. And the movie made it a little more difficult to tell because that same scene happens, and while they're both laughing, Joker stops laughing, and all you hear is Batman laughing. So it really is like it's one of those up in the air things. Like, did he kill him? Did he? Did he finally? I still don't think he did. That is why. 
I hate to say it, but I think he did. I don't think he did. You know why? Because I think that's why it's called The Killing Joke. Is he told one last joke. I think he really went to Joker and said, hey, I think I can save you. And when Joker said, no, it's too late for me, I think he realized, you know what, maybe it is too late for me. I... Uh... He doesn't kill. He doesn't kill. He doesn't kill. He doesn't kill unless he thinks he doesn't kill. Very good reason. No, he doesn't. Yes, he he does. still doesn't. He's do- one of the many examples, and you have to admit because it's a storyline, is the injustice storyline, the one storyline where he decided to snap Joker's neck so that he never killed Lois and everything like that. Because that happens, and then Bruce does go to jail for it. But Clark goes to see him in prison. He goes, you really did that for me? And it's kind of cool. He stands up. It's uh, it's one of those visiting cells. He goes, <laughs> he just walks right through it. And he hugs Bruce and he goes, thank you so much. By the time, it, with good behavior, you'll be out by the time my daughter is two. Or something like that, you know. So I really think, I hate to say it, but Batman does kill... If it's for a good reason. He does do it sometimes. <sighs> I hate to I say think it. you're wrong on that one I as far as like it. as far as the killing joke, I think you're wrong. I don't know. Okay. No, I, yeah, yeah. I, I know. It's it's hard because you don't wanna that's Batman's whole thing, is no, why would he kill? There's no point for him to kill. You know? But But here's so here's the other half of that. Right. If it were a one-off, if Killing Joke were a one-off story, and Joker really did get killed at the end of it, mm-hmm. Barbara Gordon would not be in a wheelchair. Yeah, Con- it continuously, and she's in a wheelchair, and Joker is still alive within canon. Mm-hmm. So that's right. That's my only major justification for that. Is like yeah, it, it, if we're if we're going that route, then Oracle should still be able to walk. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's completely fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I've I always just kind of saw it that way because um, well, I don't know. When I was introduced to that theory, it just it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. You know that it definitely. I see. I see where you're coming I mean, from. There's definitely a lot of support. How in it. Twisted Joker is, and I mean what. What he did to Barbara and then put Gordon through. Mm -hmm. And then it's tough, though. Yeah. Because it really is. It's whether or not did Batman really kill him because Jim says to him, I want him brought in and I want it done by the book. Mm -hmm. He's not going to (laughs) win. So it really is such like, a good storyline. Uh, did he? It, no, I agree though. It's it's, it's so good. It's such a good story. It's a great story though. I, but I I do think these are all connected to one bad or I to the believe joke. one bad day is connected to the killing joke. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my first example is Riddler in um, the first issue, where mm-hmm. he literally references, do, where do you think um, he got Barbara's address or mm-hmm. whatever. 
Um, but yeah, um, I I absolutely loved that. Um, I still have to catch up on a few more things. Uh, the next series I want to try to start finishing up is the Detective Comics one. Oh yes. Um, I'm I'm kind of caught up with White Knight. I kind of just got to refresh myself with it. Yeah, at yeah. This point, but um. I'm ex- yeah, I'm really sad that I fell off the Detective Comics one because that I mean, was really interesting. Yeah. I was wondering where that was leading to because it had, like, a whole, like, weird, um, like, vampire kind of thing to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know. It was it was interesting, though, and Nightwing was in it and shit, so it was really cool. They definitely kind of go more into, like, the lore area in mm. Detective Comics, and I like that where they do that I really love when they do that stuff Mm -hmm. but but yeah that's that's my comic very cool I only read one this week and it was uh, the second issue of the man who stopped laughing uh, Joker and uh, it's carrying on really really well I like it a lot nice Uh, the one thing I'm very interested in with that is Jason is now getting involved Oh. With it, so it's going to be like the the bat family member involved in this is most likely going to be primarily Jason, oh. uh, which I think is interesting considering his history with Joker and their dynamic yeah. and yeah, all that fun stuff. It's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pull up the news. I'm going to sw- turn the air conditioning on because yeah, it's starting to get hot it. in here. Yeah, it's getting a little toasty in here. Sorry if you guys hear it, but we got to do what we got to do. Gotta do. do. So. Let's see. Where did we leave off at YAO? Um, I think, yeah. I think this is where we should start off. Tyler is going to love this. So this is IGN's most recent review of Diablo. There are some annoying bugs that need squashing, but the combat, loot, the loot game, and both the sights and sound of this world are are impressive enough to smooth over those rough edges. Diablo 4 takes the strategy of refining thing, of refining things the series already did so well rather than giving it more subs Yeah, more rather than giving it more substantial overhaul. I never played any of the of the Diablo games. I played one. Never did. It's it's fun. Or no, not one. I think I played 3. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but it, I think I played it at um, when I was still living with my roommate, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we played it on his Xbox, and we were still trying to learn it. Um, Snake Eater Remake devs confirmed that he, uh, Haido Kojima is not involved in the game. Interesting. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Martin Scorsese talks about a new movie about Jesus. About Jesus? Yeah, he's making a new movie about Jesus. Oh. He met Pope Francis, and while he was talking to him, he, uh, he told him, I'm making a new movie about Jesus. Is Robert De Niro going to be Jesus? That'd be an interesting <laughs> casting. Uh, you can now play Tetris on a McNugget. Huh? Forget playing Doom on a calculator. You can now play Tetris on a Chicken McNugget for a limited time at McDonald's in China. Oh. 
It's just a little. It's a little. Um, I thought they actually done that, and I was like, "What the yeah, actual hell?" That'd be cool. Um, the, how to Train Your Dragon is getting a live action movie. Cool. They already have cast. They recast Hiccup and Astrid. Okay. Um. So, do you remember um, Joel's daughter in Last of Us? Yes. In the show. Yes. Uh, that is going to be Astrid. Okay. And the Black Phone's Mason theme. Do you remember the kid in the Black Phone? Did you see the trailer for that where um, he picks up the phone? Yeah. He's talking to yeah, these yeah, yeah. kids and they're going to help him get out. Yeah, that's the kid. And um, he's going to play Hiccup. It's not bad casting. It looks all right. They look good, yeah. They look good for the roles, so we'll see what happens. Uh, let's see. Succession season four got a ten on IGN. I've wow. never watched Succession. I've never watched that show either. I've talked about it a million times, but I've never actually What's it sat about? down to watch it. <sighs> I want to say like a family of like millionaires that are all fighting for power at this company or something uh, like that. I think it might have been its final season. Yeah. Yeah, because it says from the first episode of... Oh, never mind. Oh, maybe? Yeah, yeah, from the first episode of their final journey. So, yeah. yeah, it was their last season. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, what's next? So, the Flash director says Ezra Miller shouldn't be replaced if there's a sequel. Uh, so, I guess he's doing that good right now. I mean, I hope so. Let's say, yeah. If he stays on the straight and narrow, I think. If he gets the help, he he gets better and everything like that. I think he should be all right, Urza Miller. Trailer looks great. Still can't wait. It does look good. I'm excited to see Um, it. IGN came out for a review for Spider-Verse, or Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I should say. And they said, though the pilot, oh, sorry, though the plot, not the pilot, Though the plot is often an afterthought to the pure chaos of the creation on display, strong performances and character arcs that feel true to the heroes we met last time help ensure that Across the Spider-Verse is more than a worthy follow-up to an all-time classic. Hell yeah. I did see a couple... uh, They gave it an 8 also. Uh, I did see a couple of scenes, like small things so far, but... Nothing major. I don't it expect it to be better than Into the Spider-Verse. But I, I don't know if I expect it to be better. I Maybe just as good? I think, like, just what Spider-Verse was can't be topped. The soundtrack really let me down. For the that second Metro, one? That Metro Boomin made... I, I thought it was going to be it. banger after banger, and it is the exact opposite and I'm just a little upset about that. Uh, the Office is getting a female lead remake hmm. at Prime Video Australia. Oh, in Australia? Yes. Okay. The 13th localized remake of The Office is coming from Prime Video Australia with stand-up comedian uh, Felicity Ward in the magerial role made famous by Ricky Gravitz and later Steve Carell. Ricky Gervais. Whoops. Ricky Gervais. Not Gravitz. 
Um, Tears of the Kingdom speedrunners beat the game in less than one hour. Um, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom speedrunner ZDI6923 beat the game in 59 minutes and 22 seconds. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually. That is crazy. That's really good. Uh, studies show that... Uh, I'm not even going to get into that. Well, I guess I should. I should. Studies show male video character, video game characters speak twice as much as female characters. According to the study by University of Glasgow... Glasgow. Glasgow. Thank you. That was published in the Royal Society Open Science. 94% of games had dialogue split in favor of male characters, even when including games like Final Fantasy X2, which has multiple female protagonists. Hmm. That is kind of crazy. Definitely. If it includes that, too, that's... Okay, that's a little crazy. That's... You need to work on that. Um... What's next? Snake Eater Remake will use the original game's voice lines. But not the original creator. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they they had their creative differences, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, Flash, the Flash's Supergirl star says Henry Cavill's approval of her performance meant the world. Hmm. I asked him, did... I make you proud because does Superman approve, says S- Sasha Kali, the girl who played Supergirl in The Flash. And he was like, absolutely, you did a phenomenal job. I, th- I think to me that meant the world because Henry Cavill, because it's Henry Cavill, Man of Steel. I want to see if that's true. So I, I, I was just going to, this. Yeah. this was four days ago. I want to see if this is actually true. Because that was fake, right? Because there was fake. Because, yes, Tyler warned me the other day that there was fake news that Henry Cavill said he saw The Flash and he loved it. So we'll see if that's true or not. Um, I would be salty if I were him. Like, just generally. What's that woman's name? Sasha. Sasha Collins. Let's see if that's true. Asks here. Talk to, to Henry Cavill. Yes. Um in a hmm. In a new interview with Entertainment Weekly, Kali revealed she met former Superman actor Henry Cavill after filming The Flash and asked for his blessing. Supergirl is the cousin of Superman after all. Yes, I met him, Kali said. That was four days ago as well. Hmm. It sounds like it's true. Here, this is off of Gamer Rants. Um, let's see. Sorry, just want to make sure that the news I'm giving you guys is right. I don't want to give anyone fake news. I that's the worst. I I wouldn't want to do that to anyone. Um, she watched Man of Steel a lot. Expressed how Cavill's approval. 
uh, it was kind of human, man. He was like, well done. And that meant the world to me, you know? <laughs> huh. So, <clears throat> I mean, well done. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, I guess that works. Okay, so I'm sorry if this is fake news. But IGN posted four days ago. Game Rants, the one I just read, posted it. It seems legit. It seems like it's real. It seems like they actually met. Henry Cavill thought it was great. So we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, Ryan Gosling, I found this amazing. Ryan Gosling responds to critic uh, criticism of him playing Ken in the Barbie movie. Suddenly it's like, no, we've cared about Ken this whole time. No, you didn't. You never did. You never cared. You never cared. Barbie never fucked with Ken. That's the whole, that's the point. You re- you really never cared about Ken. You would know, you would know that nobody cared about Ken. Oh, I'm sorry. If you ever really cared about Ken, you would know that no one cares about Ken. So your hypocrisy is exposed. This is why his story must be told. I care about this dude now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking go, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, who stars as Ken in the summer film, Barbie, called criticism um, of his casting funny, telling GQ that before the movie, most people told him he'd never even thought about Ken. Those jo- those. Oh, I'm sorry. Whose job has been beach for 60 years? Yeah. His job is beach? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> it's like a lifeguard, right? Or something like that? Yeah, I guess. By profession? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the Barbie lore. We grew up in a household full of boys. <laughs> filled with boys, not full of boys. Um, so... Yuri Lothan, Peter Parker in Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Says, you ain't seen nothing yet in response to the gameplay reveal. That's so exciting. That's exciting to hear. (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet. That's exciting to hear. Yeah. Uh, Someone asked Harrison Ford, Han Solo versus Indiana Jones, who would win? Obviously, it's Han Solo. But he said, what are you asking me that crap for? He's just like a grumpy old man at this point. He's just a grumpy old man. Just leave Harrison Ford alone. I saw a trailer for that new Indiana Jones, and God, he just looks so bad doing that role. It doesn't look good. Imagine an 85-year-old man (laughs) punching you in the face and you like getting hurt from it not his oh, fist shattering yeah, that, that punch got hurt not his fist shattering from the sheer impact alone right but no <laughs> uh let's see uh killers of the follower of the flower moon my bad Uh, It's one of Scorsese's most brutal films, yet one of the most thoughtful and uh, self-expressive. Sorry, self-reflexive. Reflective? No, reflexive. Reflexive? Yeah. Interesting. I I know, I can't talk to you. That's interesting. No, that wording is just very very, interesting. I was surprised to read that too. As he crafts 
a subverse murder mystery that leaves no lingering question save for one. Oh, lingering questions save for one. It's a question that defines the tide of American history. Just how far are people willing to go for greed? Nine. Interesting. Nine out of ten, that is. Nine out of ten. Um, what else do we have? Red Falls devs reportedly hoped Microsoft would cancel the game. <laughs> so a source allegedly claimed in recent reports that things became so bad with Arcane staff <laughs> that they just wished Redfall would be rebooted as a single player game or cancelled altogether. <laughs> That's really bad. That's terrible. It's really bad. Like hilarious, but yeah, also that, terrible. That's funny though. Um, Alan Wake's sequel isn't getting a physical version. So I guess he hang on, what? Huh? What are you saying? He's not making a physical copy of the game, I guess. So I guess Alan Wake is just going to be digital, but it's getting a thermos. Oh. Well, that's cool. Alan Wake fans are kind of annoyed after developer revealed plans to sell a real-world version of the game's collectible thermos, despite not making an actual physical version of the actual sequel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, that's... Um, how Insomniac set out to make a borderline brutal Venom suit in Spider-Man 2 uh, it took its own spin and it comes out later this year da, 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 da. yeah I won't dive into that right now but just so you no one wastes their time Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has no mid-credit and no post-credit scene that's kind of refreshing thank God. Yeah. I'm really. I'm There's too much of it. There's too much. There's too much of it. Uh, two men reportedly got jobs at Amazon to steal copies of Tears of the Kingdom. Savage. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> two young men in Japan reportedly came up with, with separate schemes to get a free copy of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom have gotten contract jobs at Amazon only to stop coming to work after they stole their copies. Fantastic. <laughs> That's funny. Not all heroes are capes. Uh, review for Boogeyman on IGN. Boogeyman is the scariest horror film of the year so far, but scares aren't everything. And, and this familiar trapped with a monster setup came can sometimes be its own worst enemy as the story menders between frightful imaginary thankful its cup overfloweth with nightmare fuel elevating the otherwise standardized storytelling mm. seven that was really weird wording I don't know why <laughs> uh, Spider-Man 2's map will be twice the size of the original map holy Jesus so that's awesome. It's it's double the map. Um, when you play in Queens, there is so much more. There's so much more of a neighborhood feel. Smaller buildings, which is why web wings work so well. 
Excellent. That's cool. That's really cool. <sighs> I'm excited. God, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. I got to get Tears of the Kingdom, and then I got to gear up for that. So Spider-Man 4 is officially in the works. Nice. But it's also officially on pause. Because of the strike. Due to the writer's yep. strike. Tom Holland has revealed in a recent interview that meeting about the Spider-Man films are on pause in solidarity with the writers, adding there's been multiple conversations had, but at this point, it's very, very early stages. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. It, it, yeah, it's... I'm excited for it, but I'm not anticipating that it comes out anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm not anticipating that either. Especially, they need to figure out their universe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, System Shock, I think it's a game. Uh, this is a review for it. Where many modern games invite you to sit back and enjoy the ride, System Shock wants you to sit up and experience the Shoda. Night Drive's remake masterfully brings most of the aspects that haven't aged as well into the present day. With excellent new graphics and nearly all the modern gameplay convince- conveniences you could want. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten. Nice. Very good. Oppenheimer is Nolan's first R-rated film in over 20 years. That's crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie. It's I'm excited be good. for that too. Um, let's save that for Tyler. Nintendo announces collection of pastel colored Switch Joy Cons. Pastel colored? Yeah, just pastel. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Cute, they good? They look fine. <laughs> uh, Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom director says it hasn't been affected too much by DCU's reset. Okay. Interesting. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I was all right with um, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. He looks good for the role. Yeah. I like him for it. it was... I do kind of want to go back to the classic blonde blue eyes at some point, but I do like Jason Momoa for that role. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard to kind of change him into that now. Exactly. It's kind of hard <laughs> to change him into that now, but that's that was always what he had. You know? Oh, he for had sure. That, he had that blonde hair and... Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth would have been perfect for it. Chris Hemsworth would have been a he, great. He would have yeah. been perfect for that role. Um, some Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse viewers are having trouble hearing the dialogue. Since the premiere of Spider-Verse across the Spider-Verse, quite a few viewers have taken to social media to raise concerns about being unable to hear large amounts of the movie's dialogue. Yeah, that's that's a little insane. That's surprising. That's very, very surprising. So I know Tyler was also thinking about seeing that movie. So we'll see if uh, he saw it and he we'll see if complaints. it's really as bad as, yeah, as bad as it sounds. We'll see. Um... Web Telescope spots water plume 20 times the size of the moon erupting from in in Cladus. I think it's a planet. The James Webb Space Telescope mm-hmm. has spotted 6,000 mile a 6,000 mile long plume of frozen water erupting on the sat yeah, the Saturnine moon. In Cladius. Yes, there are aliens. There's no way you can tell me there's not. There's There's freaking aliens out there. Uh, What else do we have? 
just wanted to make sure I'm not missing anything big. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, think there's be, anything major there's this a, week. There's like three more. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer's IMAX reel is reportedly over 11 miles long. Holy shit. And it weighs 600 pounds. Wow. That's funny. Only 20 theaters in the U.S. will be screening the 70-millimeter the film. Take a long look at the full list on the IMAX website to see if you need to check your local uh, projectionist. Yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> That's insane. Imagine, like, three people carrying that. And you need more than that. Yeah. Like, just need some, a bunch of people <laughs> to just carry that shit in. True. Um, and then last two things in news. Tom Holland declares Into the Spider-Verse the best Spider-Man movie. While attending the premiere of his new series, Crowded House, Tom Holland said he believes Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spidey movie ever made before sharing his excitement across... across uh, bef- before sharing his excitement for Across the Spider-Verse. Mm. And the last bit of news, Barbie movie used so much pink paint and apparently caused an international sto- uh, shortage. <laughs> According to Sarah Greenwood, the production designer for Barbie, the film set required so much fluorescent pink rose- Roscoe paint that the world ran out. Holy shit. That's, that's a lot of pink paint. That's a shitload of paint. And that Why is there so much the paint? News. Is there so much paint? There's that's a lot of going hard in the paint. paint. Yeah, that's a lot of paint. Didn't expect that much paint. Jeez, if anyone that's... was wondering why they couldn't get paint for a long time, <laughs> pink paint in particular, ridiculous. Oh, man. oh, something else. I think it might be a comic series coming Superior Spider-Man I think it's coming back very cool this fall Dan Slott will return to the smarter stronger and superior wall crawler in Superior Spider-Man more info swinging in soon cool that's very cool cool that's very yeah I'm excited for that I don't know what's out this week let me see if I can find out before we wrap up well, something else that's out is Drake has nail polish on. He can do what he wants. He's a trillionaire. I guess, yeah. And anyone can do what they want. It's just weird. Yeah, it's yellow. weird. Like, why? I don't understand it's just, it. Uh, it's not that he painted his nails. It's that he painted it yellow. Mm. Why, of all colors, why did you choose yellow? Because he's a weirdo. Because Drake is a freaking weirdo. <laughs> He's, it, like, that's the weirdest man alive. There's, it, like, and I'm putting in the category people like Uzi, Thug, like, all of those people who you would say, oh, they're kind of outlandish. Like, Drake is the worst out of all of them. Drake is the kind of man to... To spill milk and be like, I ain't gonna cry over you. Not this time. And then write an I'm album. Strong enough. And then write an album about it. And write an album about it. 
Drake's the kind of guy to come. <laughs> is that what we're doing right now? Is all things. That's a really good one. Jake's... Let's see what we got. Jake's the guy in a horror movie. <laughs> I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Oh, my Fuck. Lord. Um, stuff coming out this week on the 6th. Uh... Batman 136, we got coming. Mm-hmm. Flash 800. Ooh. New Daredevil. Cover looks great on that one. X-Men number 23. Dark Knights of Steel 11. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that series. New Venom. Venom number 20. Ooh, Tyler. Mortal X-Men 12. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy number 13. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four 8, Spider-Man 9, Damn, okay. uh, Star Wars 35, Spawn 342, Shazam 2. I gotta get into Spawn. I really like his character. The Adventures of John Kent, uh, number 4. Yeah. Uh, Sentinel of Liberty 13, mm-hmm. Joker Man Who Stopped Laughing 9. I wonder how many issues they're going to do of that. Yeah, that's a good question. Invincible Iron Man. Red Goblin 5. Red Goblin. Uh, X-Men Before the Fall. Mutant Fir- First Strike. I think that's an X-Men storyline they've got. Oh. Loki number one comes out this week. Peacemaker Tries Hard number two comes out this week as well. Peacemaker Tries Hard. Steelworks 1. Bishop, War College, number five. I think that's it as far as, like... Comics. I Hate This Place, number nine. I do like that series a lot. Uh, Joker Uncovered, number one. I think it's, like, some of the best covers they've ever done with Joker. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. What a ton to cover this week. I turned. Um, I started, like I said, I started Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm trying to get off the uh, Sky Islands right now. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. I'm loving the game so far. It's a lot of fun. Good. Um, yeah, I. That's something I need to get, and then I don't know. I just need to catch up on. I, I think on life. I, I don't really know what other games I'm waiting for right now. I think I just need to beat <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, and then. Spider-Man for me. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much else. Oh, um, uh, I did audition for, uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh, yes, congratulations. I did get in. I have no idea who I'm playing. <laughs> I'm you gotta watch Fogg, that movie. I think. You gotta uh, watch that movie. Yeah, I'll watch the movie. Um, but... Yeah, that cast looks awesome. You guys yeah. are gonna have a really fun summer. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's gonna be a lot of fun to do. Um, so shout out to the... Starry Night Podcast. Go listen to them. And, uh... Yeah, we started, uh... Twelfth Night, or we're in full swing of now, so... That's gonna be really fun. It's a great... It's gonna be a great show. Yeah, I'm gonna... I gotta stop oversee that. Yes. My broke ass. Um... Other than that, yeah, you could catch, uh... Ghostlight Podcast every Monday morning they release. Um... We have what's going on coming out every Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on when these guys get in here to record. I usually have it out the next day. Easily blissed every Friday. 
catch me on Crafting and Drafting whenever that episode comes out for um, our superhero uh, movie draft. Excuse me. I just burped. No, um, <laughs> other than that, yeah. twitch.tv slash cheese. Uh, Steve, yes. the number four cheese. Number four. Um, for Cheese Man, you could check out Goat Games. I did love that episode that they did um, uh, with Resident Evil. Oh, it's fun. And just uh, keep up with our network. Kind of a short one this week, but yeah. a fun one. Yeah, we wanted to get in here. Yeah, we want. Yeah, it's hot in here. It's hot in here, <laughs> and it's Sunday, and we want to, yeah, you know, be utilizing the day and stuff. Um, yeah, so thank you guys always for listening, and we're yeah. on this way the way we always do. Yeah, with a one, two, three, see ya. See ya.